Well, good Wednesday morning, everybody. It is the 11th of August, and my title today is Jesus Understands Us Completely. Have you ever felt misunderstood? It's certainly frustrating, isn't it? I mean, you're trying to communicate something to someone, and they just don't seem to get it. When it is just in a conversation with a friend, I mean, that's no big deal. You can just repeat yourself or explain it in a different way so that they can understand you. If it's a stranger or someone who doesn't know you and the kind and gentle person you are, they might just punch you in the face. And there seems to be more and more of that going on with the rising tensions created by the pandemic and political differences. For example, there was a time uh, in the early years of our marriage where I had not learned the lesson of holding my tongue and not saying the first thought that came into my head. We were living in Sacramento, California, and my wife was pregnant with our first child, and it was in August in the summertime. And we didn't have air conditioning. We had this thing called a swamp cooler. You can look it up. But if the humidity was high, it didn't cool anything. Knowing of the coming delivery, which was going to happen in October, uh, and not wanting to have to blow dry her hair in the heat and be handling a newborn baby, she decided to get a perm. She had it all cut the same length, and the perm uh, made all of her hair really curly, and I called it a white woman's afro. And when I came home and I saw her hair, I didn't know she was going to do this, but when I came home and saw her hair, she, wanting support and affirmation, asked me how I liked it. And out of my mouth came these stupid words, (laughs) looks like a bowling ball. (laughs) How stupid was that? Sometimes we can be misunderstood, but I don't think that there was any escape from that statement other than to profusely apologize for the rest of my life. But I digress. In Hebrews 4, we read these very comforting words which tell us something we need to always remember. In fact, this would be a great passage to memorize. Quote, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. Hebrews 4, 15 and 16. I absolutely love this passage because, to tell you the truth, it, it gave me hope and assurance when I was walking out the early months and years of my recovery. Everything in my life was in turmoil. Every member of my family was hurting. My wife and I were crushed, not knowing what the next day would bring, and it was like we were in free fall, not knowing which branch of the tree we would hit next. Well, this passage teaches us 
that Jesus sympathizes with our weakness and our pain. Did you know that Jesus feels compassion for us as we are in our daily battle? Jesus feels sympathy for you and me regarding our weaknesses. And the word there for weaknesses is referring not to physical infirmities or illnesses, but it's a Greek word that's used to talk about weaknesses of the moral and physical type. Here's what Dr. Kenneth Woost, a famous Greek New Testament scholar, writes about this word, quote, The infirmities here are not sufferings, but weaknesses, moral and physical, that predispose one to sin. The weaknesses which undermine our resistance to temptation and make it difficult for us to keep from sinning. End quote. Now listen, my friends, this is this is key. Hear me on this. When we're being tempted and we begin to feel the power of sin and our flesh pulling us closer and closer to falling back into sin again, that feeling that we all know, that feeling of temptation that uh, we feel pulling us into the power of sin, guess what? Jesus felt that as well. He felt he was tempted in all ways, just as we are. And because he felt that as well, he knows what it's like for us to feel that and he has sympathy for us, and he has been tempted in all things as we are, yet he never sinned. He never fell into sin because he was God in the flesh, yes. He had complete power over sin and temptation, yes, but he knows what it's like to feel that temptation, the power of sin's pull, yet he never gave into it. Not even once. So what should we do, knowing this, what should we do in the moments of our temptations when we are alone and being tempted for the millionth time and we're isolated with time on our hands and no danger of being interrupted? Well, we have our Lord who has also experienced the power of the pull of sin, yet without sin. So what should we do when we are feeling the powerful temptation of sexual sin and porn for the, that millionth time? Listen, the answer is simple. And yet, it's a difficult skill to develop and master. However, it's only ten letters in three words. Ask for help. First and foremost, do what the passage tells us to do. Go with boldness and confidence to Jesus, who's sitting on his throne of grace, not judgment, but grace, so that you might receive mercy and find grace right then and there in your time of need. But we have years of doing the opposite, right? We have become captive to this addictive behavior that for a moment feels good, but 
We know it's destroying our life. And what if the next time you even begin to feel the slightest pull of sexual temptation, you ask for help from Jesus? Find a place to pray and go to him on his throne of grace and ask him for help. And after you've done that, if the temptation still continues or later comes back upon you, guess what? You can ask for help again. But this time, don't just ask Jesus for help. Ask for help from a friend who knows your struggle and probably has the same issues going on in his life. Listen, this is not a complicated thing, but I do think it's profound in its simplicity. Ask for help from Jesus and ask for help from a friend and ask for help from a member of your online support team. And if you don't have an online support team or you don't have someone to reach out to, I do. I have people for you. I have teams of like-minded men all struggling with this issue, and they will begin to be available to you 24-7. I urge you to take advantage of our online support teams. God bless you, my friends. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. We're in this battle together, but we can find strength and help from one another. God bless you. Take care, and goodbye.